You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and two of our colleagues from the Your Story Travel Company, Betsy and Margie. We hope that you're all safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 588, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be sharing with you all of the latest Disney rumors and news to try and help your week be more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to reschedule or book a trip, one of our story guides would be glad to help. Visit yourstorytravel.com for your free quote. If you're thinking about going to Disney in the future, a small refundable deposit will hold your trip. Contact us today. So first up, the Jungle Cruise is getting a new storyline. Um, at first, I wasn't sure how I felt about this, but Disney announced this week that they're just going to build on the original. They're not going to get rid of the stuff that we're used to. They're not going to get rid of the little animatronic animals and stuff that we like. And um, we'll still have a cruise skipper, but it's going to be more of an experience. Like we're on an adventure. So our, our skipper is going to be like taking on a dual role from what I understand. They're going to be a part of adventure as, as well as being our tour guide. Um, at least that's what Kevin Lively, the Disney Imagineer and former Jungle Cruise skipper, which I did not realize, he started out as a Jungle Cruise skipper, and now is the Disney Imagine is a Disney Imagineer. So I thought that was pretty cool. But the guests will get to follow along with the skipper and his passengers as their journey goes wrong. Okay, but will we be able to still see the backside of water? I know this is important. <laughs> I am sure you will. Unless they're going to pay for a huge refurbishment. That's really the only thing that matters. <laughs> you mean you don't like the guy that's the headhunter? No, I love all of it. I, Jungle Cruise is one of my favorite rides. Mine too. When we did that, um, what was that? What are those called? With the football and you make the different categories and you win. Oh, football? The bracket. Yeah, but we did one on Disney. What is that called? Like the Disney oh, bracket. Oh, like the Disney bracket. Yeah, a bracket. There we go. Bracket. So when we did the uh, the Disney ride bracket, this was like in my top hmm. all the time. I love, love, love Jungle Cruise. So if they got rid of those jokes, I would be heartbroken. I'm really glad they're staying. Yeah. Me too. Do your and kids like that ride, Mike? Like the animals are fake. <laughs> they don't even like it. I was just wondering what no, other my people's kids, kids My kids love it. And my dad... My dad used to be a river cruise. So in San Antonio, they have the river walk yeah. and they have river river guides. You know, you can go on a like a tour, like a river boat tour. And my dad used to be one of those river tour boat guides. I forget what they're called there. But anyways, and my dad's like always cracking jokes on the ride. And the last time we went on the jungle cruise, Andrew and I both looked at each other and we're like, 
this is my dad's job at Disney. <laughs> this is what he should do. He would be a skipper on the Jungle Cruise. Like, he would be perfect. So, it would be really awesome. fun for him to do that. So, Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival is just around the corner. This is one of my favorite festivals. It's going to run from March 3rd to July 5th. There will be 15 food booths, including the Citrus Blossom booth that has been there since the 2020 Flower and Garden Festival, as well as the festival's favorite booth, which will be sticking around. This booth has been around ever since Epcot reopened last July. The Jamators will be playing in the Canadian Pavilion and playing with the gardening tools to go along with the festival theme. The Voices of Liberty and the Mariachi Cobre will still be available at the American Garden Stage at the American Pavilion. And there's going to be a live piano performance at the World Showcase Pavilion, too. Lots of fun happening over there. Well, if you've never ah. seen the Jamiters there, I love them. I don't think I've ever seen them. Do they dance with brooms? No, no, no. They started out as these guys that played with, like, construction tools. Oh. Like they would play, um, oh man, I can't think what it's called, a measuring tape and they'd have buckets and they'd hammer on the buckets and there's just little things that you build with. They made noise with it. Then the next year that we went, they had a portable kitchen, like with stove and everything and oh, different wow. kitchen things. And they made it all that. So that's why they've been trying to theme it. So I really wish I could see them this time. I'm sure I'll be able to find a YouTube video uh, because I don't think I've seen them play garden tools yet, but yeah, they're just, really fun. they're so creative. I like see, I, have you guys heard of stomp? Yes. yes. Like, we went to see that. Stomp. I feel like it is, is it kind of like a stomp vibe? Yes. Do it. I love stomp. So you'd like them too, Margie. Yeah, I would. Um, well, still over at Epcot, Spike's Pollination Exploration and the Extravaganza Scavenger Hunts will both be back for the Flower and Garden Festival, along with amazing character topiaries all around Epcot, including two new ones in the China Pavilion. There will be 20 gardens featured at this year's festival. The Butterfly House will be returning to Epcot as well. As more details are released, we will bring them to you but we are getting more and more excited about this festival as it gets closer. What is Spike from? Do you guys know what movie he's from? No, he's that little bee that they yeah, bring he's... for the flower. And he's the guy that pollinates. He's the oh, bee. Oh, okay. And you can buy him. He's a sipper. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, go about the topiaries, Stephanie. They are incredible. That's like one of our favorite things is just walking around and looking at all those. And then the butterfly house. I love being able to go in there and um, the kids spend a really long time in the butterfly house. Oh, that's where do right. They yeah, where is the butterfly house? Oh. It's a tent more than anything, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah, they set up like a, it, it just pop-up tent. Yeah, someplace in the World Showcase or in between in Future World or something. Okay. You guys, we did not do the Flower and Garden Festival correctly the last time we went. We went in May and... I didn't even know about the bee house. I didn't know about these things. Ugh. So you don't have I'm... to go back. You just need to go back then. That's all. Return. I'm looking at the pollination exploration scavenger hunt. It's super cute. You go around and find like chili, tomato, rose, all these different flowers and fruits and vegetables. And it's you get great because that includes the kids as you're going around to the different countries. Yeah. 
you get a prize at the end when you take it. I mean, it costs money, but then you get a prize when you're done with the scavenger hunt. I think it's like seven ninety nine. It's not yeah, too terrible. Seven ninety nine for the scavenger hunt, and then usually get like a cup or something at the end. Makes it worth it. Yeah. Oh, this time you get a spork. Spike the bees. Spork. <laughs> hey, it's actually something you can use, like camping. Yeah, it's super cute. I don't know if it's worth seven ninety nine, but okay, have fun. <laughs> Do the scavenger hunt. <laughs> Uh, last month, we reported that the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom will be closing down temporarily. I was very saddened to hear this. It closed on Sunday, January 24th, and this week, we learned that this may be more permanent than cast members originally thought. The game has been removed from Magic Kingdom's maps, and cast members confirm that this closure seems to be more permanent. This makes us really sad because it was a fun activity for families to do together, and it didn't have an additional charge. We hope Disney changes their mind and brings it back. I was talking to my husband about this because I was super sad because I love that um, attraction and not many people know about it. It just brings layers and depth to your vacation if you've been there before. And then, um, but he's like, well, here's the thing with Disney is when they take something away, you know, hopefully, usually they bring something back In instead place. or, yeah. you know, replaces it. So maybe there's like new technology and maybe something better is coming. So I was a little encouraged by that. Stay positive. That is a little encouraging. Um, I watched a vlog this weekend from Tim the Tracker. I know that's Margie watches him too. And I love Tim the Tracker. Him and his wife went, they were sad because they wanted to do it one more time. They thought it was until January 31st and they went on January 29th and it was already closed. So they went to the spots where it was and they she was putting her magic band on there hoping that it would work, but nothing. <laughs> so That is so sad. So he or husband's right though. Hopefully they're bringing something even better. Yeah. So last year, the three Caballeros in the Mexican pavilion at Epcot had some animatronic issues with Jose first. He fell over and some guests got to see him and so I'm sure it traumatized some children if you guys remember this. Oh, well, that they, was so funny. It was funny, but I'm sure it did traumatize some children. So they fixed him and put him back. Well, three weeks ago, apparently Donald's animatronic had some technical difficulties and they hadn't brought him back at all. So apparently this week, they decided to remove all of them, Donald, Jose, and Pachito. And it's just like this, um, what Nick talks about with Figment. I guess it's like plywood painted that they've put up of the three characters sitting there. Cast members didn't know any details as far as whether, you know, they're going to leave this permanently or if they're going to bring these um, animatronics back. Um, I don't care if they, I mean, I would love a refurbishment or even a transformation to like Coco or something, but... I don't think that Disney can afford to do that right now. So I hope that they at least bring back, because it did, Nick always makes fun of Figment. Well, that's what I thought of first thing was when I saw those three plywood birds standing there. I'm like, yeah, this <laughs> does not look like the right deal. It's crazy. So Disney is updating their mask policy before their water parks reopen, which is kind of crazy. I mean, we're talking about water parks reopening <laughs> and that just feels early for that to be happening <laughs> like we were just telling you they're going to reopen in march and here we are march is right around the corner that's right um so disney's blizzard beach is going to open on march 7th face coverings are going to be required in designated areas for guests who are age two and up just like um like at the park entrance and exit retail areas food and beverage ordering areas but face coverings are not only going to not be required, but they're not going to be allowed 
on any of the water slides or in the water. You'll be able to remove your mask while you are eating or drinking, but like the other parks, you need to remain stationary and maintain appropriate physical distancing from others. For now, a park reservation is not going to be required for the water parks. Which you I thought was interesting. In line? No, no, it's not possible. No, it's in line to get food. You don't need to wear in line to get the to the to water. Go on the ride. No, I think it'll be social distance enough. That makes sense. I think they, they're thinking because the food then is going to get your mask wet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and then it's pointless. Yeah. The thing is, when we were doing water aerobics, we couldn't wear them because, I mean, there were people, they let you, but they have the the lifeguards have to watch you super close because you could be like suffoc, you know what I mean? Like yeah. suffocating or something. And they might not be able to see it where normally if your mask wasn't on, they could tell that you were struggling in some way. And I'm sure that Disney does not need that right now. Well, I just and saw I feel a video like of a hotel who was requiring yeah. you to wear it in the pool. And the people were recording, they're like, we're being required to wear these in the pool right now. Like, this is so dangerous. That does like seem that. really dangerous. You can like suck on your mask and not be able to breathe. And yeah. Lawsuit waiting to happen if they're making you wear it. Now, if you choose to wear it, it's different. But if they're making you wear it, that would be... But they're not, they're not even allowed to have them at Disney Parks. Well, that's good. I'm surprised that you're not going to have to have reservations. I don't know how they're going to be able to monitor how many people are going. I guess they're (laughs) going to say, okay, too many. You can't come in now. (laughs) I would think that they would want to keep it the same, like across the board, so they could plan accordingly. But I don't know. It's weird. Well, maybe do a lot of people go to the water parks? I mean, it is, it can be busy, but I mean, it's hard to tell. Like, I mean, cause you got season pass holders that can still go, right? Yeah, right. that's true. Yeah. Who knows? That could still change. They're always changing things. Maybe they'll see like more people are going to be coming than they are expecting. And then they'll require a park reservation. Right. I don't know. Well, speaking of mask policy they're updating it for disney overall so face masks are still required for all guests ages two and up including cast members are there two-year-old cast members no. <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> this includes guests and cast members that have received the covid19 vaccination so if you have received it you still have to wear a mask Disney has amended their mask policy and they are allowing the clear front face mask. Is that like the one that just like goes over your eyes, like a face shield? No, 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 no. Keep reading and you'll figure it. Yeah. Okay. They have to have fabric around the chin and nose and the solid plastic panel is only around the mouth area. Okay. I know what masks they're talking about. There cannot be any openings in the plastic and it must be attached to the fabric on all sides with a tight knit stitching. Okay, people, I'm telling you, unless you are hard of hearing and you need to read lips, or you need to be able to read somebody's lips. I don't know why you would want those because- They're hot. Well, and they fog up. Yeah. Just not breathable. That mask policy is always, I wish it was three and up. I get it, but like a fresh two-year-old they don't keep a mask on. That is really hard to ask a, a child who is just turning two to keep a mask on. That's why we had to cancel our October trip last year because there was no way Teddy had just turned two. There was no way he was going to keep a mask on for the entire day. 
There's also been changes made for families and groups traveling to Disney World. Groups in large parties of 10 or more are going to be asked to split up into smaller groups when you're in line for the queues, dining, and other areas around parks and resorts to allow for proper physical distancing. We've noticed that the please stand here lines aren't big enough for the larger group. So Disney Disney's hoping by splitting their parties, this will help. So like if you have a group of 10, I guess you would do a five and five or like six and four just so it makes it so you can have that social distancing correct that makes, that makes sense, sense. Mm-hmm. yeah it does make sense because um the people that did have big groups before they were almost taking two lines anyway so when well, we were there so it just makes sense to just ask them split up for a while so we spoke too soon ladies um oh the people mover has been extended yet again the closure of it no the reopening of it (laughs) so it was supposed to open on sunday june or january 31st but instead they let us know that they're extending this to february 28th which stinks because that means that we uh i will not be able to take gina on it for her very first maiden voyage of the people mover and i had to tell her that this morning and i was glad that it was not in person because i think i would have cried she messaged me this morning and she goes i was thinking we could record me on the people mover for the podcast and i said we could if it was going to be open oh sad and she's like are you serious and i was like as a heart attack Mm. i know so sad cross your fingers you never know Speaking of closures, this is a refurbishment. Pop Century's Hippity Dippity Pool is going to be closed for refurbishment from February 15th until early March. The construction is going to take place from 9 a.m. to dusk, so it shouldn't interrupt any guests' sleep. However, you may want to keep that in mind if you come back from the parks for a midday nap or if you have a child that's still a napper. There are still several smaller pools at Pop Century that are going to be open during this time, but their larger attraction pool is going to be closed. Just hop over to Art of Animation pool. Use that one. You can't get in. You have to use your key. (laughs) Dang it. Never mind. I didn't say that. Well, here's the thing. When we first went to Pop Century, it didn't have a gate around it. And we noticed when we went this last time so we could ride the Skyliner, there's there's now a gate around there. The pool. So is that all the hotel pools? I guess yeah, are so. Are they all of them? I, I guess so, because it wasn't like that when we stayed there the very first two times. Mm. Um, Interesting. Um, just one quick really thing about the Spikes scavenger hunt. I was reading a 2020 article <laughs> really quick. Oh, girl. And so the, sport, the sport is just merchandise it was not the prize so i don't know what the prize is for the scavenger hunts just but do not them. hold margie accountable if you're not on the spork if you're really looking for that spork don't be as upset it's not i don't think that's the prize okay no i think it's a cookie but keep going okay just i just wanted to throw that out there that i was reading a 2020 flower and garden um article not a 2021 The Disney Vacation Club Lounge is expected to remain open through 2021. The Disney Vacation Club is celebrating its 30th anniversary this year. That's kind of fun. Exclusive merch has been spotted. A virtual celebration event has been planned. 
And now the lounge in Epcot's Imagination Building is staying open for 2021. This lounge has complimentary soft drinks, Wi-Fi, charging stations, a printer, because you need to print stuff out when you're there, (laughs) and seating. (laughs) I don't know. Why? You're on a business trip, and you have that last-minute thing that you need to print out. It's it's possible. Well, that's true, because Betsy had a client that had to work while he was there. Yes. (laughs) You never know. Now we know that they can go to the Imagination Building. Um, It was originally set to close in 2020, but it will remain open from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. So Vicky was able to enjoy this lounge on her mom's trip in January of 2019. It was pretty cool, I have to tell you. So that's your mom for vacation club lounges. uh, We went with my friend who is a a Disney vacation club. That's when we Mm -hmm. got to stay in her in the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And um, oh, she just... I thought you meant her mom's trip, like your mom's trip. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's a bunch of band. It was a bunch of band moms. Oh, oh fun. Yeah, your mom. your it mom... was very fun. It's your mom trip. Yes. Sorry. Okay, and that is only for Disney um, Vacation Club members. Correct. Right. Okay. You have to show a card. So if you're on vacation working as a Disney Vacation Club member and you need a printer <laughs> and you're at Epcot, go to the Imagination Building. You will have a lounge. Right. Okay. I, like I think the free drinks are a little more appealing than the printer. <laughs> That's hey. true. It is officially February and Disney World will honor Black Heritage and Culture Month with music, food, art, and more. They are calling it Celebrate Soulfully. On Motown Mondays, Jazz Thursdays, and Smooth Sundays, musicians will perform throughout Disney Springs. There will also be four more displays inspired by soul created by Black emerging artists that will be displayed. Dining locations like Amaret's Patisserie and more will be offering specialty items like eats inspired by the movie Soul and the Princess and the Frog. The new exhibit, The Soul of Jazz, will open at Epcot's American Adventure on February 1st. I just saw that article today. That looks like that'll be a great um, exhibit. I, know. I hope one of their eats is some New York-style pizza. Really? Because, you know, in the movie, he was really obsessed with the um, pizza. Oh, yeah. That's our she, I guess, technically. She loved the New York pizza. It's true. So in their continued effort to promote diversity and inclusion, Disney has made some select films unavailable on the children's Disney Plus profiles due to negative cultural depictions, particular racist stereotypes. Um, At first, I thought they meant they pulled them completely. But what it is, is the films are available on Disney Plus still. It's just that they come with a content advisory, letting parents know that there may be something on here that could potentially offend somebody. so the the films that will now be unavailable to the the children. So like I don't even know. Is there a lock? Because I don't have children. Is there a lock you can put on your Disney Plus? No, you set it as an adult profile, and so like on the kids' profiles, like none of the adventure movies are on there. Okay. Um, a lot of the movies don't come up on a kids' profile, and gotcha. then if it's if it's an adult profile, then everything, all the content is on the adult profile. Well, so they're, um, they moved the Aristocats, and honestly, my kids brought this up a while ago, 
because the cats sing we are Siamese and my son was like I can't believe that this is still going on because that's very racist and then the Dumbo and I never thought of this as a kid but again it's not what we think it's what uh, somebody else is offended by so uh the crows were the problem for Dumbo Peter Pan um I'm Native Americans I'm pretty sure and then the Swiss Family Robinson it talks about pirates and this is the one that I didn't understand because I told um, I think it was Joey that I was having this conversation with. I said, but aren't pirates like bad people? So do we care if we offend them? But anyway, nonetheless, <laughs> it has been moved. And so it's not on the children thing. And they've been moved to the six plus rating and are not available, um, are not the only movies unavailable to children as PG rated Disney films. So I know I'm never amazed. I mean, I'm, I guess nothing should shock us anymore, but I feel like we needed to report it. Just giving you the news. <laughs> That's right. So Disney's cruise line has canceled some more sailings this week. It affects all sailings through April 2021 and some that are in May of 2021. Disney has also made the decision to cancel all sailings that are longer than seven nights. Remember that guests that have paid for their trip in full can receive a full refund or this is the good one, 125% credit towards your rebooking prior to May 21st of 2022. That's why they kept saying, if you're going to do a cruise, go ahead and pay for it in full so you can get that 125% credit. Guests who are not paid in full are just going to receive all of the money that they paid to their cruise up until this point. Bummer. Sorry, so is, is that like, are they... Where it says they're canceling all sailings that are longer than seven nights, is that like through 2022 or is that, have they set a date to that or no, are they just- there was no date listed in that at all. Okay. How, How long, long is your July cruise? Is it only seven days? Ours is seven days, but so it was canceled last year. If it gets canceled again this year, that means that we would not be able to rebook for the next July because it says only through May, which would be a total mm -hmm. bummer. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I, I wonder if they'll extend that. Who knows what that's going to look like. I was going to say, it's, I, everything has been yeah. an extension after an extension. We just yeah. really want to go on a cruise. I can't believe it's already almost been a year. Like, think about all of those jobs it's that insane. are lost. It's just so sad. Well, and <sighs> Disney can, like, I feel like Disney can carry it because they have so many other things that they have their hands in. But, like, all the other cruise lines, like that that's what they do like are they even going to be able to come back from this like i it's just kind of crazy and sad so and i, I really cruising. cruising is so fun it is so fun but well let's talk about something that makes us all really happy okay Please. It's time for food, magical food. Yay, I knew she'd do that. Thank you for that. That was amazing. You're welcome. Um, I'm here for you guys. Okay. Uh, Magic Kingdom spring roll cart may be closed for a while. Wait, this isn't supposed to be happy stuff. It's food time. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> the beloved spring roll cart in Adventureland. A cast member said that the cart will be closed until March due to the lower crowds in the park. Disney hasn't confirmed the lengthy closure, but so far it appears to be true. If they reopen in March, our friend Stephanie and her mm -hmm. family 
can enjoy a cheeseburger or pepperoni pizza spring roll for us. And we will let you know if Disney gives us an official announcement. I've never had them, so I will have to try it and let you know what I think. I know Vicky said they were great. Especially I'd be interested to see if like the pizza one, like if your kids like the pizza one. You know? Yeah, I think they sound pretty kid friendly. Mm -hmm. An agave experience is coming to Epcot to La Cava de Tequila at De San Angel Inn. A certified tequila dealer will lead guests in this 45-minute tequila tasting experience. Guests will, learn, yeah, guests will learn about the five families of tequila while snacking on some chips and guac. This yes. experience is a little over $100 per person and is limited to six people at a time. Obviously, you will need to make a reservation. Wow. That sounds... Okay, I'm not a drinker, but that sounds like so fun for people who drink. Oh, that sounds overwhelming to me. <laughs> I could not handle it. I was going to say, that's a lot of liquor in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. So you're, are you getting five different tequilas? The five, you're going to taste for the five families of tequila. I mean, you had me at chips and guac, so. <laughs> for $100, I'll do the chips and guac, please. Hold my tequila. That's hilarious. The Ganachery in Dizzy Springs has some delicious Valentine chocolate treats for this year. Sweetheart mini pinatas are back. This hallowed chocolate Minnie Mouse head made with dark 65% chocolate and filled with marshmallow treats. They also have the returning Valentine pops with um, ganache and topped with pink, red, and white heart decorations and edible colored glitter. And they also have strawberry champagne chocolates decorated with Cinderella's carriage and edible glitter. That edible glitter is a big thing right now. Ooh, yeah, it's huge. Makes stuff fun. The Fanta float is back at Disney Springs. It is the love potion float <laughs> at Vivoli uh, Gelato. It features vanilla gelato with Fanta strawberry soda, whipped cream, and red and pink sprinkles. New to Vivoli Gelato is also a peanut butter cannoli. It's made with ricotta cheese, peanut butter, and sugar topped with chocolate chips. The filling of this cannoli reminded guests of a peanut butter whipped cream. So if you are a peanut butter lover, this dessert just may be for you. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and I am a peanut butter lover. Me too. Who doesn't love it? I mean, I, I guess I you're want allergic. All of those, I want all of those desserts right there. Um, guests can now eat at Disneyland again because Southern California has removed their stay-at-home order i was so excited when i read that i was like oh my gosh i'm so excited for them socially distanced eating and drinking is back up and running at buena vista street and at downtown disney recently if food was purchased the guests had to take the food and leave disney property to eat either in their car <laughs> oh my gosh how sad they could take it home <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just like sitting in the car with your Mickey ice cream that's melted on the way to your car. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. Oh, so, California, we love you. We're sorry. So has downtown Disney been closed then since the stay-at-home order? No. Or were, are they, were they able to like get out and like go shopping with the stay-at-home order? Or? The retail. Yeah, the retail. And they limited the capacity of people that could go in and uh, out. Okay, okay. But just the the eating. Mm -hmm. Okay. Disney merch update. 
This week, guests spotted Remy's Ratatouille Adventure merch in Epcot. Is it going to open? There are <laughs> Remy's Ratatouille ears. The headband is covered with gray fabric with pink ears. A chef's hat in the center with a little pink nose and whiskers at the base of the hat. We're talking Remy plush that speaks several phrases in both English and French. <laughs> That's probably funny. It will be really annoying after a while, but... Um, <laughs> A Remy's wristlet with Remy ears and a chef's hat was seen and much, much more. Oh, I'm sure when that ride's open, they are just going to merchandise that out. I want to know what the phrases are. I want. Lucy needs those ears. I could see she'd be so, so cute, cute with the little chef's hat. I would love that. Those ears do sound super cute. A brand new ear hat was spotted this week. It's a stitch hat. The hat has stitches, face, and nose, while the ears are Hawaiian Mickey ears with stitch ears in the front. So it kind of looked like he had double ears, kind of <laughs> different. Also, donut mini ears, which Kaylee and I think are adorable. Um, there's a purple velour headband, glazed donuts with white frosting, and pastel sprinkles as the ears, and a pink sequined bow. Oh, I love the sound of that one. They look so cute. There is a sparkly red mini hat that's available. It is sailor shaped with red sequins. A patch with Minnie's name is in gold thread in the classic Minnie, uh, Mickey font on the front. And a cute um, daisy is popping out of the back. I want to look that up. Yeah, cute that's picture. super cute. It is a cute. sailor hat with red yeah. sequins. Yeah. Hmm. Um, a princess mini hat was spotted at Discovery Camp Company in Animal Kingdom. The base of the hat has purple silky material. The cone shape is baby pink with purple glittery polka dots with Minnie's ears popping out the sides. At the point, a long tulle veil hangs down the back. So every princess needs this hat. We're talking to all of us, okay? We all need one. Who are princesses? <laughs> okay, but let's talk about my favorite merch. All yes. right, we're talking about mugs. I have a very large collection of mugs if y'all ever need to come over for a cup of coffee or tea. Two new mugs were spotted in the parks this week. The first is a tie-dye pastel mini mug covered with pastel bows and tiny mini dots all over it. I saw that they just kind of came out with like a new tie-dye line. I was noticing that on Shop Disney. Mm -hmm because tie-dye is back apparently yes <laughs> on the inside the words positively mini and a pastel bow are right inside the lip of the mug the second is a retro yellow mug with the 3d print walt disney world popping out like the t-shirts spirit jersey and crocs that have been trendy now i'd be more interested in that one so i'll have to look that one up okay yeah. and then i'd bring you back to that sailor hat because i found it it is adorable I it's know. like the old school mini um, oh and so it has that little, little yellow. Oh baby. no, that's not that? it. That's not it. No, those are the ears. It's an actual hat that sits on your head. Really? Well, this one's out of stock. Maybe, maybe it's like a sailor hat, and it sits on the whole part of your head, and it's sequined with a thing. That one, it, yeah, I can see that one being out of stock. That was from last year. It's the same concept, though. It's just that that's a smaller version of it. Huh? Oh, well, I still can't find it. I'm gonna have to keep on searching. I'm trying but to it's think adorable. where I saw it. I think I saw it on Disney Food Blog. Um, that makes sense. They always do merch. 
So thank you to Betsy and Margie for joining us this week and helping us bring the magical news from Disney. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can contact us at yourstorytravel.com. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast. Our Instagram page is yourstorytravel underscore Vicky, V-I-C-K-I-E black, all one word. And our TikTok page run by our very own Stephanie for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel, all one word, no space. And be sure to listen to Friday's show with Brad and Vicki when they talk about major pandemic changes at Disney that we hope they're going to keep. If you're interested in receiving the Your Story Travel monthly newsletter, which is filled with resort reviews, packing tips, shopping tips, history, and more, contact us at info at yourstorytravel.com or message us here at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com and Gina will make sure that you get a copy at the beginning of each month. This month's newsletter will come out later this week. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. Bippity boppity boo. Adventures out there. Have a magical day, my friends. <laughs>